You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hi, and welcome to We Know Nothing. I am Anya Marina, and I'm joined by the ever-effervescent... Phil Hanley to my left, to my right, Mr. Hey. Sam Morell. I, I don't uh, get one adjective. He gets ever, ever. You got, you got Mr., which was generous. <laughs> oh, you're, a, you're fresh, a real twink, Hanley. Fresh and I'm from going the at you today. Set, fresh from the set of an independent film. Yes. Sam Morell. I'd like to be referred now as Indie Darling, Sam Morell. <laughs> there you go. I'm the Parker Posey of this generation. <laughs> I love it. And we have a very, very special guest today. I've always wanted to sit down with this guy and chat with him. I find him extremely funny. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like maybe he could be my big brother in some other Would lifetime. Would you? Definitely, uh, Mr. Oh, Mike wow. Vecchione. Yeah, Everybody, thank you for having me on. Wow, Our sound so effects great. for the applause aren't, aren't working today. No, I, I was going to comment on the great intro music that you had. <laughs> we do have great intro music. <laughs> I wrote the song, but you just can't hear it right oh, now. Do you guys do it in post? Yeah, exactly. I don't know how things work. I just show up and call Phil a twin. Well, you're That's an actor. That's sorry, what I Sam. do. We have a lot to catch up on. I'd like to start in a kind of a different way. So you guys just warm up and think about all your great ideas because I know we have so many plugs and exciting things happening and I always forget till the end and then you guys are all riled up by then. So what do you think if I do a couple plugs now? Really? Yeah, just a, just a few. Just to lose listeners? Yeah, just no. I mean, Phil, you're going to be in Minneapolis, August 25th through yeah. 29th. Uh-huh. Uh, Sam. Uh, Hopefully, the Somali community rises up. <laughs> Asha Bob. Asha Bob. <laughs> Is it killing it? Maybe I shouldn't do plugs now. What? Maybe I can do them later. No, it would have been good, but no confidence behind the plug-in. All right, then, uh, Sam Morell, you're going to be at uh, Carolina Comedy Club in Myrtle Beach, August twenty-sixth, twenty-ninth, and then in September at Albany Comedy Works. Right, we Ooh. don't feel it's going to get mad. Wow. Keep doing the plug-in going. So no, just I just I didn't know these were even cities. Go on. Oh, you, you can... don't know the capital of New York, Canadian, is Albany. Mm-hmm. He does actually. He had to take a lot of. Uh, Test to to get yeah. his green card. Yeah, yeah I did. Thanks. Sam is on his state capitals tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. working all the state capitals. And uh, our guest, Mike Mike Vecchione, you can find him at Twitter at Comic Mike V. You've got a new CD coming out called Muscle Confusion, which we're going to get to. Yes, great CD. It's out. Loved Have it. you heard it already? Yes, it's I, out. I pay attention to our guest Anya. I don't it's know what you're doing. Stores. I was yeah. on the elliptical today, actually listening and preparing for this podcast, listening to Mike on another podcast. So I'm going to ask him all the same questions. Nice. I already heard the guy ask it. That seems like it would be counterintuitive. I don't know why you do perhaps, that. Perhaps. Wow. Perhaps. That's true. It's a big word for an indie guy. Yeah. <laughs> also, indie we never we never guy. thank our delightful engineers or stand-up New York labs. So I want to thank, thank oh, no, you, Jake, okay, so much for and you. everybody who engineers the show. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you for putting up with Phil's elitism. These lattes, that annoying <laughs> Dean Martin shirt he's wearing, that beard that he will not shave even in the summertime. How did your film go, Sam? It How went was really filming? well. What was I, your part? Uh, they asked me. I showed up and they were like, can you go? Is the speed dating thing. Uh-huh. It's like uh, it's Lorraine Nicholson's a star, Jack Nicholson's daughter, oh, and uh, she wasn't yeah. there though. It was just speed dating, and they kind of zoom in on me, and uh, and they're just like, beer pong rapist, go. I was like, what? Typecast. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> basically, they would like just be the worst human being ever. So I was just riffing. Yeah. I was just like saying things like I'm like I think Bill Cosby's better now. I like him better now. Like things like that. It's just candid right. stuff you'd say even if the camera wasn't rolling. <laughs> Bill, you are, he always does this. He sets me up to say a line and then he tears me down. Like only a dirty. Well, congratulations! Could. I bet it won't. Did you do what? Did it go well? The crew said I can't remember. There's something about the best they've ever seen. I can't remember mm. the words. Exactly. Yeah, they can be very sarcastic. <laughs> they said something about ten picture deal. I wasn't paying attention but well congrats on the thing you yeah, just got back I, from los angeles everyday life for me now phil <laughs> you and you were just in la and i was just in la wow okay. you guys yeah. are really whipping it out um <laughs> career-wise speaking of which mike on the last podcast i mean when you got dueling half hour specials <laughs> <laughs> i recommended to go against phil split screen my joke versus his. you got your date yeah bro october 24th comedy central midnight Okay, um, yeah, more. You sense. couldn't hear me. Yeah, there you go. That's better. So October twenty fourth, Comedy Central, midnight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How okay. about you? I believe November fourteenth. Ooh. One of the back <laughs> dates. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> no, they gave me. That's the last date. That's like supposed to be really. That's supposed to be a quite. I heard that. That's kind of where they just throw the leftovers. I don't know. You're on Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Or as we call it, nothing in America. <laughs> uh, I met a woman at the X show the other night at City Winery who was like, "Oh, you do a podcast with Sam Morell? I just produced his CD." Oh, I thought you were gonna say baby. Produced <laughs> 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 his baby. Uh, Dara at Comedy Central oh, yes. says hi. She's, She's a really great nice. Woman. I love Dara. <laughs> yeah. Why is that funny, Phil? I can't compliment people. This no, guy it's just, so mean spirited. It just it comes across as forced sick. when you say something. Nice. Oh, it's it forced. Yeah, it comes. You mean like my laughter at your fucking <laughs> no, special? more though? like your sexual no. encounters. Forced. <laughs> wow. This is no. This is not true. None of this is true. Let I was me playing ask a character this. today. Let's talk Did to you Mike. have any? Yeah, I would love to talk to. Me Mike. too. You <laughs> Phil keeps saying mean things. <laughs> I like, like this ornery banter. Here's the thing. Mike doesn't do a lot of podcasts. It's not just ornery. It's ordinary for Phil. He stinks. P.U. <laughs> Didn't you have a podcast at one point? I did. And uh, we see how that went. No, it just it ran its course. And it was great. But, you know, I don't think I'm really a podcast guy, to be honest. You're a stand-up guy. I'm a stand-up guy. I'm better at writing something that's more like um, just... Uh, something like a scene or something or like a, a, a sketch or a movie it's something like that are you working at. on a movie no, i'm always working on stuff though you, you know? are one of my favorite joke writers thank you i really and i like the fact that you're so self-effacing that's one of my favorite qualities in a comic i remember i had a really bad night i came up to stand up new york just by myself like i do a lot of times and i went and saw i think it was you and bonnie mcfarlane were yeah, on the same bonnie. and the, it was a weird night there was some crazy heckler that bonnie like eviscerated and uh i've seen i'd seen you a bunch of times already at that point but you have this quality where you don't mind not i don't want to say like shitting on yourself but you're like you're you seem to kind of know you have this whole joke about your hair right how it's like a cross between what is it like Cop oh, hair. Homeland Security and a, a New Jersey wedding DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, I look like a guy who like a, um, is like an, a, an amateur ultimate fighter type <laughs> like, or and a guy who has a bone to pick because I'm kind of short but thick. So it's like I have a short man's kind of thing, like you would think, but I'm not, I'm really just not that guy. So yeah. I have to go up and um, deconstruct that and make fun of it at first. So people are like, oh, this guy is a laid back, you know, 
I'm not really laid back. I'm intense, but I'm not the guy that they think I am. I'm not the guy that I look like. I know. It's true. You kind of do have that look. But then when you disarm us all by saying that, yeah. it's like. And I'm super sensitive. You are? You wouldn't think so. But yeah. I mean, we all, I think all of comics, yeah. comics we, we are. have to feel everything. Though, yeah, right, we feel right? everything. And we're su- I mean, I'm Phil super. cried in my arms the other night. I mean, he's a very sensitive being. <laughs> Did I mean, you, I mean you have that thing where it's like there's somebody, you, you could be murdering a room and there's somebody in the crowd not laughing. And you're like, what is this person's problem? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? It's like. You don't even see that everybody you're murdering in the room, and it's like you focus on one person. It's like bad reviews or bad tweets or hate tweets. Like I, you never pay attention to the. I mean, you see the positive ones, and you're like, oh, that's nice, fave, fave, right. fave. Right. And then the one, it just sticks in your craw, and that's the one you think about in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. Mike has a it joke. Hurts. I love. We, you, yeah, you deconstruct how people, how that you think they see you. Like the one about uh, how I have a look. Like uh, I'm a cop. That yeah, Obama. Yeah, yeah. How do you do that? Uh, like a racist cop. <laughs> yeah. Like get out of the car. We have a problem. That's if I pull you over. That's what it looks like. It's like get out of the and car. And we have a problem because I was too short to play, play varsity football. football. <laughs> 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 yeah. And, you're like, like, and then you always keep saying that's not who I am, but that's, that's how I look like. That's what I look like. Did I'm you, angry. Did I look you ever angry. have a joke about Froyo? Yes. Or you did? What yeah. was it? I, I have a bunch that. of look jokes because I have to break the ice with the audience or else they won't listen to me. Yeah. But so I'm kind of married to my opener is a, is the way to put it. But um, I have ultimate fighter head and a let's go get frozen yogurt body. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite one. Probably because I really love getting froyo. Um, yeah, Nikki, my, I, I, if you guys noticed today, I'm a little sad. It's because, and I'll probably have a lump in my throat through the whole podcast because my best friend and roommate of three years, Nikki Glazer, is moving tomorrow morning so I'm very oh, wow. it's very emotional for yeah. me but she said to say hi she's like cool. Mike is great I love him because he has food stuff like us <laughs> yeah <laughs> right uh, she knows yeah, yeah she knows that so, I do I like have because uh, I wrestled and uh, my weight has been like up and down kind of like people are like oh you were never fat I'm like yeah but I couldn't control it's it's, it's a thing I couldn't control yeah me yeah. either I totally State, I get it wrestling Penn State wrestling you went to That's Penn a State big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal, but I I took. Um, it's funny. I was watching the movie Foxcatcher. I just saw it, so and good, he was in Mike. the room like throwing the dummy, and I was watching it with Soder, who I live with. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, look! It's me at Penn State. I'm the throwing dummy. <sighs> That's basically what I was. I, was, I took uh, vicious beatings. Wait, did, really? Did you, you get messed up ever? Like Greg Warren is a comic. No, nah, Greg. I'll tell you something about Greg Warren. Besides being an awesome comic and a fantastic human being. He was very, very tough, and he'll never talk about it. He was an yeah, all-American. He doesn't talk about it. Doesn't talk about it at all. He's an all-American. You know how tough that is to be an all-American wow. arrest. Yeah, he's top. He's seventh in the in the country. He what? Just, story. Oh, what was the yeah. St. Louis seventh in the U.S. Bone? You know, wow. uh, Matt Barons, who uh, yeah. he books the St. Louis Funny yeah. Bone. He was telling me a story how Greg Warren just happened to be there, and just like, hey guys, and they're like, why are you in town? He's like, I'm just hanging out, and they found out that he was getting inducted in like the Mizzou Hall yeah. of Fame for wrestling. He didn't even mention it. So I've never seen a guy humble. talk himself down more and be, and have so much. Like, yeah, he's he's awesome. He's such a good guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. And he has a great set on uh, late night with Seth Meyers. You should all uh, look up. Yeah. And he has that funny YouTube thing about the coach. Have yeah. you seen that? What is it? You're in it. Were you in one, Mike? I was in one. Yeah, oh, that was right. great. Yeah, it's really funny. I think I was in one. Was I? In one? Yeah, you were in there in the locker room, didn't you? Play? Oh yeah, that's right. We shot that down there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I was thinking of another one that he did that I wasn't in that was a wrestling one because he shoots them all. The guy's always working. Yeah. He's yeah. always working. He's super funny. And, uh, and generous. He, like, great I, guy. Generous and just you never, he never like talks about himself. But no. he, was, I feel that he was a great, great wrestler. 
Yeah, because I've talked to him about wrestling. I think you had told me that just in a conversation, and I had asked him questions because I was like interested. Yeah. And he, yeah, he like downplayed it, but I knew you had already yeah, told yeah, me. Because so yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah. people are like in the wrestling, in the, in the comedy community, like, oh, you wrestled and Greg wrestled. You guys should wrestle each other. It's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, guys like him would murder guys like me. Like, oh, really? I was just, a, yeah, I was just a guy who came in. It was I placed in states where I was from. And people I was, do that to me and Phil. They're like, you were both pool hall gigolos. You guys should have sex. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, unless he's not. into it, then maybe I'll do it. You but. would make him shave his beard. I was all American. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kind of throwing shit around as a gigolo. When did you get into it, into wrestling? In Eighth high grade. So it what class like were you my, in? It kind of formed my life in the sense that like the way that I, my work ethic is very much formed from wrestling. Because wrestling is like very, uh, these MMA guys are all doing it now, but when I wrestled it was before all that. So the coach, it's like not wasting a lot of time in the practice. It's like you take, you run, you warm up, you stretch, and then the, you, you immediately start working. And you work, even when you're learning, you're working. It's work, 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 work all the way through. It's very like. So is that how you approach riding? Yeah, kind of. Like, I've changed after I did my half hour. Like, I changed the way I did it because I was like, I can't sit down. I would sit down for an hour before spots yeah. or longer, uh-huh. and I would just write, try to, like, write jokes. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do it like this anymore. Yeah. Like, I have to do it a different way. That's, remember, that's what I do now, and I don't – it's not – I don't like it. At, at one point, it was. it was – I don't know. I'd rather – just work stuff out on stage or do something that's something more different I do a lot tedious. of different things now and it's not just that that's a good you know way to do it yeah one technique but not the only t- I was yeah. doing only that that's, yeah that's what I do and I'm trying to ma- based on conversations we've had I've, I'm trying to do different things right do it you helps. mean working so intensely like not taking breaks is that what you guys mean that's one thing and also there's other methods that I've learned is like uh, talking it out with people mm. yeah. talking the out joke. the joke talking it out let seeing their input input but even if they don't have input that's relevant to it it helps you just to talk it out just the act of you talking it out helps absolutely yeah yeah. yeah, that's that's like a big like just if they just let you go if you just let they don't judge you and you just kind of yeah that's such a helpful or they can add stuff and you can consider it but just the act of talking it out if they ask you questions like why do you think then you're like why do i and then you keep going that way and, and funny stuff sometimes just comes out yeah I'm great at that, guys. I'm a professional sounding board for comics. That's great. Oh, really? really good at listening. Yeah, I, I've learned to just be quiet and let them work it out, and that's fun because I'm like the best audience for you guys because I'm I'm like so into it. But I can't banter like you guys. Like watching comics work shit out with each other is is so cool because it's like watching two great tennis players. You know, yeah. it's like a volley back and forth. Whereas with me, it's just, it's just like a one way. No, well, it's kind of an ugly process because you're trying to find the angles in it, but um, it helps. That helps also. Do you do that with Soder? I do it with Soder. He has a different process than I have. What's like, his? He's such a gifted guy. Like as far as like, he came from radio and he has a journalism background. But his process is is like he can start rolling and then just hit 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 yeah. organically. So he's yeah. a very talented guy that way, but a different process where I have to sit down and like meticulously go through it all. When did you know, oh, I, I kind of have a knack at this joke thing? It's um, it's it's a developing thing. It's, it's still a developing thing. I don't know if you guys feel that way. It's like yeah. some days I'll be like, sometimes I get panicky and I'm like, I'm never gonna write another like good joke, you know what I mean? So it's still a developing thing. It's like, but 
sometimes I can get it where I'm like, okay, I need to have control of when I can flex this muscle. I, different techniques that I use in order to, which I'm sure you guys do too. Like, I, yeah, I go through stretches where I'm like, I'm not funny. I'm not, <laughs> and then I was, but I was just on the phone with my mom and I was telling her some of my new jokes and she was laughing so hard and I was like, all right, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> If, yeah, if I'm making matters. her laugh, if my crass, shitty right. sensibility is make, is connecting with her, then I'm like, right. all right, then these are probably worth at least trying, you know? And just mining yeah. a topic, too. Like, I have, I'm trying to write about yoga. Not, I'm doing hot yoga. Mm. And there's guys like... I saw you doing that bit last week. It was killing. Yeah, but John Fish and, and Joe, Joe List and uh, Carmen, uh, they have these, they have, they do it, too. So they have great jokes about it. So I'm careful not to step on theirs. Oh, but right. it's like, but now I'm trying to do things where I, like, mine a topic. Like, how many good jokes can you yeah. come out of it, and yeah. then and then go deeper into it as to like why am I really doing it? I'm really doing it because I can't quit something once I'm in it. Like mm -hmm. I can't. I was always that was the way I was raised and the way I did. So it's like I kind of enjoy being tortured, kind of. Like I wasn't especially good at wrestling, but I didn't give. It I just kept comedy going. Yeah, other parts of life. Other part like in yoga. There's no like, I I would. I would do hot yoga and I would be almost die every time I did it, and I would <laughs> be like, "I'm worst. almost dying." And 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 soda and I the therapist is like, "What do? You, why are you doing it still?" I'm like, "I can't. I I have to figure it out. Right. I can't let it go." Dude, you're on a spiritual quest, man. No, it you're really. Spiritual it, guy. It, it, it's in a weird way. It forces you to like surrender. It, it forces you to surrender. Could yeah. you yeah. Like discipline a weird though thing. without feeling tortured? Um, yeah, but it's the most extreme. I could just work at like it's the most. That's the most extreme thing. It's I mean, in joke writing too, though. What's what's the question? I mean, like, <laughs> could you be disciplined without feeling like tortured? No, I, I feel like uh, yeah, I am disciplined, and I don't feel tortured all the time. Like meditation. I just feel like it. Yeah, I do med I do that to clear my mind. But then that's once a I discipline, get, right? But it doesn't feel like torture, does it? No, no, it's it's. The joke writing thing is like we all go through this these phases where it's like I'm murdering, I'm murdering, I'm murdering, and then we go through other phases where it's like, or I w I was doing set the other night and like a bunch of stuff was murdering, and then I did the yoga thing and, a, and another chunk, and it didn't it wasn't hitting the way that I wanted to hit. So now I'm like, okay, what have I learned from this? Now I have to re visit these topics and and hit and just throw more jokes at them or think of them from different angles because yoga is a very specific thing and if you're not if you've never done it or you don't know it you're not relating to what i'm talking about right. even though i have some good jokes there it's like but, but it's i'm trying to do that i'm trying to like do mind topics more because that way when we all do an hour it's like i don't want to be all over the place yeah you know what i mean isn't it also though that thing and it, it never fails to like disappoint me where you think you have a new bet and a new bit is not going to kill every single time. So it'll hit, like, say if you do three shows a night, first two shows it, like, kills, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm on top of the world. And then the last show it doesn't hit, and then you're, like, super bummed. But it's just new jokes. Your, your footing isn't, you're not flat on your feet or whatever when you're delivering it or something. Well, it's not done. It's it's not done. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A new joke it. bombing is good for a new joke because it'll you'll come up with a you'll be forced to come up with a tag on the spot sometimes. Yeah. Other times mm. you'll you'll see where it needs to be strengthened. I mean, a new joke bombing could be a, a good thing. And isn't it the same with music? Like you know when when you see a band and they're like they're like uh, okay this is our new song or whatever you're like okay I'm gonna go take a leak because you know it's not. Oh yeah. You know what Never I mean? Like say just, this is a new song. Yeah, yeah I have a bladder problem. Yeah. Maybe I had too many too much coffee <laughs> it's or something. True. Yeah. It Sometimes just takes I'll a while, a right, to like solidify things. 
I did uh, the cover of Huey Lewis's Power of Love the other day on Opie's show. Oh, thanks for having us, live. Opie. It was great. You did? Yes, I uh, was there. We yes, were Sam and I. Well, uh, thanks for having us, Opie and Jimmy. And um, yeah, thanks for having. It was them. terrible. I was terrible. <laughs> it was early, and when I'm <laughs> when I'm when I'm laughing, I can't sing for some reason. So, like on the recording, it sounds good. I'm like. I don't remember the note. I was just kind of nailing, like, there's this one long, like, that's a power of love. And on the show, I was like, that's a power. No, it was awesome. Jim, and Jim Norton was really, he said he hated that song, and he loved the way you sang it. Oh, really? That, yeah, remember he said, he's like, I don't like that Huey Lewis song at all, but like you, you made me like the song. That was a good compliment. But yeah, that was one of those times where I was like, fuck, I just have to power through this <laughs> horrible feeling, right. and it might be good another time. I never know exactly, like... Uh, the alchemy that makes something hit but yeah. i know it's like practice what the hell is that sound i'm the, not sure the sound of or the um lisa's relentless some, <laughs> the, something's <laughs> ringing um practice makes perfect yeah. i think perfect yeah. practice perfect what is that perfect practice makes perfect so, practice oh. doesn't make perfect pra perfect See? practice makes perfect wow. you're like yeah. a good coach wow. i knew you would be um, i picture vecchione like brooding in a dark room just like with like a candlelight and just one like ink really pen. yeah just writing see, perfect jokes do you think vecchione's the most prolific writer in the city he might be i'm, I'm yeah mike always has new shit it's always, always new tight. shit yeah. it's always infuriatingly tight it's well, irritating. It I go, like I'll just be. I was just watching Mike at the Village Underground the other night, and I'm like, I've never heard of like most of these. Yeah, they're all they're all pretty much. No, nah, it's nice of you guys to say. But you take you us deliver into your day. Things. Just sorry, just before we move, on, you deliver things. Even a new joke, you deliver like it's. It doesn't like most people being like, okay, that's new because it's you can just see it's just different or right. whatever. Like the right. way they deliver, it. you deliver everything like it's. I can't tell if it's new or what. The first time yeah. Phil saw Mike, he it was in Vancouver, and Phil. I remember goes, that. Holy shit, this guy's unbelievable. He was like every segue. <laughs> yeah, was like, it was like a hint of annoyed how good he was, yeah. and also yeah. like like oh god damn, like but also like excited too. Yeah, yeah. when was that? Yeah, because were you? That was a few years ago. Yeah, you were at the yeah. club. Were you there for the festival? Or were you just doing a weekend? No, I was just doing a weekend there. So that's when we would have met. I think I met. I think I met you before. The, I yeah. think I met you here before. I think that. I'd seen you do short sets, or whatever, and I went yeah. and saw you do a first headlining set. Yeah, because I would. I must have run into you at some point. Because if I knew Sammy, that means I would have. Yeah. Yeah, it fucked me up. Like, I was fucked up. <laughs> no, he, he, he mentioned it a lot. Yeah, okay. I was fucked up because it was just so, like, it was just, like, it was just layered and punches and, and, like, it was one of those, you know when you get that? You can just kind of go, you can just do stand-up or, I'm sure, music or whatever and just kind of go along, you have your routine, you write or whatever. Yeah. But I, that day after seeing Vecchio and Headline at the Mix in Vancouver, it was one of those days where you're, like, set an alarm clock and, like, you know what I mean? Like, just... <laughs> But those Get are down. the best. Those kicks in the butt, you know. If you, you know that. Yeah, I mean, I have it watching you guys too. I was I, when I watch you guys, I'm like, I, I, the seller the other night, you were murdering, and I'm like, ah, I got to get back and start writing you know what I mean like and at you, the underground you were just oh, yeah. murdering at the underground yeah, that was yeah a, that I told was you fun. afterwards we had a, yeah that was a fun night that yeah. was that was one of those things you you were complimentary to me and I was like that would that that's another thing that's motive if someone it's funny all the people can say like a joke or whatever and it really doesn't mean like it doesn't mean anything but the right person says good joke you're just like holy fuck yeah. do you know what I mean well I heard a tell once was like, hey, have you, he said to me, like, have you heard Mike Vecchione's joke? And he quoted your private detective joke. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's like how you know you've arrived in New York when it tells. Like, have you heard this person's yeah. joke? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's like being mayor. Yeah. Now, yeah, that's Sam, <laughs> Mike. have you heard Mike's joke? <laughs> what about No, but your... you guys have this extra, you have that, uh, I don't know how you feel about the half hour, like the post half hour confidence. 
Like you've got that under your belt now, and now you're like, no, they're just like, always assholes. <laughs> yeah, well, Phil's really <laughs> negative and difficult, and I just try to be there for people, you know. But you know, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. But you got that under the belt now, and then you hit the road, and uh, like it's just momentum. Yeah, is that the way you feel? Because I could tell in your, I could tell in your acts that it looks yeah. like you have that, you have that next level of confidence. Well, there's the thing. If you do, a, I find if you do, and it's too bad, it's it's good, but it's too bad. I find if you do a joke and it hits on TV, all of a sudden it starts hitting so much harder afterwards because there's all of a sudden no pressure. You know when you're leading up to a TV set, you're like, oh God, this has got to kill. This The setup's got to be engaging. This has to be a big punch. And then after you do a set on TV and you're happy with particular jokes land, I find then you go back to the club and it's all of a sudden the joke is like stronger than it's ever been. You're like, why couldn't it have been this strong like last week? All you, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're like, I've done this. I've yeah, killed I guess on it's this just not on as TV. In, yeah, it's yeah. not, you're not as invested in, in the joke or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like selling the joke also in a way where you're like, I know it works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it, when it had to work, it worked. Yeah. So wait, can I ask a quick question? Is sure. it Bikram yoga that you're doing? Bikram, or? yeah. Because I did that for four years straight. Unbelievable. Wow. And I and then you meet people and they're like, "Oh, are you doing a two a day? I'm I'm on a three a day. That's like insane. people will do two classes a day. That's and insane. Phil, we should it's fucking a lot check of it people out. like me, like a lot of addicts. <laughs> that's insane bro. because I like I wrestled and not like I said I wasn't that good, but I wrestled in tough rooms. So I mentally I consider myself to be mentally I have that in my wheelhouse yeah. that mentality uh, of getting through of being able to get through. And I'll tell you what, a couple times because the first time I did it, she was like, "Just your goal is not to leave the room." I'm like, "All right, toots." Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, I know. <laughs> And like tough, tough rooms before. Chutz is underused. Um, but yeah. it is, guys, it's 110 <laughs> degrees. It's, I think it's, yeah. People throw up regularly. Uh-huh. It's pretty nuts. So it's it's like I was ready to leave the room. And sometimes I'm ready in the summertime. Yeah. It's like I have the joke where it's like, well, we have to adjust to the, um, you know, the seasons. I'm like, do you know how buildings work? at all because actually yeah. you don't that's what being indoors is about right. you control the weather indoors do you know the ujjayi breathing you can you do that hold like yeah yeah <sighs> i know all the 26 postures by heart probably and i haven't done a bikram class in i think three and a half years because I, I i tapped out like i reached that point where i was like this is becoming like a sickness like i, I started i couldn't go on vacation unless i could do a bikram class mm. but i shouldn't even be saying his name because I don't mean to trash the franchise. What? Say it in vain. I'll just say hot yoga. Say it. No, I mean like do it, do it, do it. No, it's a cool. Whose name? It's a the person in the Bikram. Oh, um, why wow, you keep it's for a, somebody who shouldn't say? It's a great it. practice, though. It really is. It really is. You can do it anywhere on the road. I used to turn the heat up in hotel rooms. Oh, really? Wow, you were a maniac. <laughs> I know. You're a real maniac. It, I really. You get in great shape, though. Great shape, but I I was. With my eating, I was eating wrong, and uh, you don't know you're eating wrong half the time. But I was, and even me, like I came from a wrestling background where you're supposed to know how to eat right. But I was eating wrong, like I was eating with stem. Now I was like, no white sugar. Well, you're on the road a lot. Yeah. It's just hard to eat well on the road a lot, right? It's, no, it's hard to eat well in the city if you don't have your mind trained to it. But now I'm aware that this white sugar for me, mm-hmm. it really hurts me. Yeah, it me really too. makes me feel terrible. So what do you like? Me what too. do you eat? Like, what's a regular meal? I'll eat eggs and che- I do that at Atkins type. South Beach type diet where it's just like eggs, cheese, and then tons of vegetables. I'll eat vegetables and juice, like a lot of vegetables, but it makes me feel. What kind feel, of juice do you make? I, I put all, like, I. it's based with uh, spinach and kale, mm-hmm. but then there's cucumbers and it's vegetable heavy. I'll put like one piece of fruit in and uh, I'll just mix it up and then drink it. So that's like my vegetables for the day. And I might, you know, if I might do it a couple times if I'm doing like a strenuous 
hot yoga, but it makes me feel like better. And then I realized, for me anyway, the entire middle of the grocery store is like a complete marketing lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need any of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you need a little bit of it. It's like, actually, you don't need any of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Have you ever talked to Will? We had him on last week about his he whole transformation. That I didn't ask for. And we wow. got an email about it, and Phil and I should have stepped it up. I don't agree with that. Some, yeah, me neither. Fuck so, you, let dude. Me, let me no. clue Mike in. Somebody wrote in saying that Phil and Sam did not have my back when I was flashed the nude selfie of Will Sylvins's have you gargantuan Gargantuan. Penis. It, it really is. But um, guys, I feel like uh, to me, I didn't I'm think okay. It was that big. I mean, well, these me, guys were demasculated by it. It looked average flashed, to me. That's why. I would, what's the big deal? I'm like, well, <laughs> did he, you flash over these guys swim in a cold lake? That's he, what I thought. But I guess that's I don't know. It says he more flashed into I didn't care for that email. I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was very offensive. I, I thought it was kind of like, why was he saying? Why can't you take care of like? It's not if you were in a threatening situation. I was was eye raped and and uh, he was just saying like you guys could have come to my defense and said, yo, like a damsel in distress. I thought the big reveal is that Will's penis wrote the email. (laughs) 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 He's got a mind of his own. (laughs) Do you have a Vitamix, Mike V? What's a vitamin? It's like a, an industrial blender. I feel like yeah. you'd uh, love no, that. Um, Dan Soder has a Nutribullet that I use. Oh, I used to have and a magic bullet. And my girl brought me, she bought me a juicer, but that's before I realized that the fiber, yeah, it you takes need the, the fiber. fiber out. So I do the, um, the juicer thing. Also, the, the, the worst things to clean on the planet, a juicer? Yeah, yeah, that thing takes yeah. forever to clean. Does somebody have a? I was going to write a joke. Somebody have a thing about that? <laughs> I think the no? I think somebody has a joke Just about cleaning. Just do it. Yes. Well, I really want to hear your Bikram chunk. Oh, that's maybe the you should go and support his comedy. Oh I will. Wow. I really Why don't you stop will. making him give it away for free <laughs> on our podcast? <laughs> no, buy I'm a just... ticket, sit in the crowd, and give him some of that sweet you know post what? after I... the show. Hey, he's got a girlfriend, and um, I went to. I just I'm trying to wow the listeners now. I don't care. You want to send emails? Come at me, bro. I've had it, bro. I've had it with Bill Hanley. I've had it with these provocative emails, and I've had it with Phil. What about Will's penis? How are you with that? I'm, I've not had it with Horrified. that. I'd like to see a bit more of it. Horrified, but he has a very clean diet. He was talking about struggling with sugar addiction, though, and how like he was off the cake train for like two years, and now he's back on. And it really is such a struggle. Like you take a bite of cake, and you're thinking about it. It makes you. It makes you crave it. It's the yeah. sugar, It's the cocaine. It really is. Of food. It really is. I mean, but I don't know. These guys are very lean, so maybe their system works differently, and they can do it, and they need it, whatever. But me, I'm like a stocky. Well, Phil is like kind of amazing. I'm drinker. kind of like lean and cut, but Phil is kind of like, it's kind of dangerous. <laughs> You're kind of skinny and hairy. I'm kind of well, hairy. Yeah, bro, it's, it's all man, bro. Fucking manning it up. Um, I relate to you a lot, though, Mike. Yeah. Big, big way. Wait, what did you think of Foxcatcher? I didn't think it was enough for a movie. I thought the acting was unbelievable, but the story I don't think was enough for a movie. It would have been a good for 30 for 30. Interesting. And I'm a wrestling guy, but Holy shit. I'm a wrestling guy. Did and you? I actually have a problem with those too because I think yeah. they're too long. I think if they were 30 for 30? Yeah. I don't they even need know. need to get right is. to the point. <gasps> Hamley always does it. They should be a half hour with this guy. They should What's be a half 30 hour for 30? Long. It's a sports documentary <laughs> on ESPN. Uh, what what do you think of Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler? What's that? What do you think of Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler? I thought it was great. I thought that was a great movie. Amazing movie. Okay. Yeah. One of the yeah. best movies of the decade. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I feel like you're being sarcastic. I'm being serious. Yeah, I, I can't even be serious about Anya making fun of me. <laughs> that was a great movie. Yeah, yeah it was a great movie. Well, so wait, what's the th- we talk we solve people's problems on <laughs> yeah. this? Po- I came to solve problems. Okay, okay yeah, let's solve yeah. some problems. Um, 
Sam? So last week. Yeah, how do I get rid of Phil? That's a problem I have. This guy's a bad influence. Let me just also add, did you guys know that Mike has a master's in special education? I did know that because I watch his comedy. A master's degree. <laughs> yeah, That's maybe you should amazing. buy a ticket sometime on you. So okay. riding my in case. Special education, like to be a special yeah. ed teacher? Yeah, I taught. Oh, really? Years. Yeah. I was in special ed. Yeah. Yeah. Dyslexic. dyslexic I know. Yeah. Dyslexic. Yeah. yeah. Did Everything you te- in reverse. Did you teach dyslexics? Um, emotional problems. Oh, okay. So you feel also more Sam's thing. <laughs> no, um, yeah, mo- kids with emotional problems How and learn and learning challenges. Yeah. That's amazing. Do I did you five ever years it? and then I worked at a group home for like three, where I was restraining kids who were out of control, like that kind of work. Wow. And de-escalating them. You're the perfect guy for that. You have a great voice for it. Uh, it's and calm. your build, I would be like, here's the thing that I project onto you when I see you. I feel safe. But that person, I would feel like. I also feel like if I, I certainly was, wouldn't let Will show you his penis without. See, God damn like, it! This Mike. guy, this guy would we be like, "That's help. wrong." It was my idea for him to show it to you, but then I yeah, felt really was. bad afterwards. Oh, I know, I know what he was writing in about. Will said, asked about my vagina and said, uh-huh. "Does it look like Which two airplanes crashed into it?" And it came out of nowhere, and it was very insulting in the Which moment. Means Which means Islamic people and love these it. guys did nothing. Well, Nothing what, to protect. Well, what least? are we supposed to do? What are, what are we supposed to like? <laughs> I don't know. Not cackle with laughter. I didn't cackle. I changed the subject. I changed yeah, the subject. Yeah, that's right. You did. Ch- so what, I'm gonna high five. It looked like Phil. 9/11, what is which means the Jews <laughs> caused it. And uh, <laughs> my mom is a Russian Jew, so she was halfway responsible. What, what did uh, actually? That's Canadian karate to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Canadian jiu-jitsu. I'll just change the subject. <laughs> so we had mugging you. He's like, look over there. <laughs> What, uh, no, I'm yeah, fine well, with you. I don't we understand do what that guy was, but what we were supposed to like hold him down or what? I, I have no idea. I think you guys did fine, but Nick, thanks for writing in about that. The, yeah, thanks, the other Nick. guy, hey, Nick, thanks. Really <laughs> fucked up the vibe in here. Somebody did write in to thank us for our advice for last week. Mike, uh, you might be a little bored with this, but very quickly, uh-huh. do you remember the guy that wanted to know how to have tell his girlfriends that he had a girlfriend and we yeah. gave him advice? Yeah, the guy yeah. who called Phil we Handsome said, and me a fucking tool. Yeah, that astute guy. Go on. Mike wrote in and just said, thanks all uh, for answering my email. Um, I never laughed so hard in my life. Anya, your instincts were 100% right. In the time between I wrote in and when the episode aired, I realized the source of the weirdness was my own unhappiness in the relationship I was in. After unsuccessfully... Oh, you want some fries with your hamburger? Pussy. <laughs> after unsuccessfully trying to work through those issues with my girlfriend, I broke up with her. I'm now happily single and will look out for those warning signs in the future. Phil, your comments about people showing their true colors after being friend-zoned rings particularly true as my mm-hmm. ex and I are trying to figure out if and how we will stay friends moving forward. Would you be friends with an ex afterwards? No. No. No, okay. Sure, not right afterwards. I, but I respect women, so I'm not really like <laughs> But not right afterwards. Sam, yeah. it was a good try. Thank you for the effort. Oh, <laughs> wow. What a diss. Good try. Anyway, thanks, No, Mike, good for try is a compliment. Uh, we did get another so email, you guys. Is that all he said to Sam? Good try? Yeah, that was it. Wow, it's like you guys slept together. <laughs> Uh, there's a Fuck new. Fuck you, dude! Take it back! Take it back! Here's a new yeah, one. We can. Back. I have not I read this or okay. screened it, so this is from Kyle. I was a. I was with a very good friend of mine a couple weekends ago and accidentally hooked up with her after a night out. <laughs> what is this, friends? <laughs> we have been friends for over three years with no sexual tension at all. Uh-huh. That's what you think. 
But yeah. I think we've both been in dry spells this summer, and I that's what tends. To this email. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't I get it wet on the yeah, ring. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, get I don't it. understand. Disgusting, and that's <laughs> what tends to happen. The worst part is that I was in the process of moving out of my apartment, so we hooked up on a sheetless and blanketless bed. The morale. <laughs> From what I remember, it was uncomfortable, not just in terms of the mattress, but because ooh, because we had zero sexual chemistry. Oh, wow. yeah. And that's the guy still talking? handling everyone he's ever been with, ever? <laughs> twig, twig, twig. No, it's not. I didn't that's the guy talking? Yeah. yeah. Wow. No sexual chemistry. Yeah. Did you get it up or not, bro? That's what we want to know. That's a new segment. <laughs> that's actually a good segment. Did you get it up or not, bro? Let's do it. Kyle, Anya, can you write a song for it? Do you think they were drunk? Sorry, can I stop just one second and just ask you, do you think they were drunk? Night out, they were drunk? It sounds like it. No sexual chemistry? Well, Up until this point. Uh, he's going to continue. He oh, says, sorry. I don't know about you guys, but I get really weird around girls I've hooked up with if it's really awful. I just, I, you know what I do? This I've, is a good thing to do. Just act like it's not weird and it's not weird. Like, like I've definitely done that where like they want it to be weird. And I'm just like, how are you? How's your family? You during know? sex? No. When you Afterwards. see them again the next oh, time. Sorry. If you just kind of play it off like, you're not, like it's not oh, weird. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, weird. you got to be like, yeah. I'm just but like, hey, you, Phil, you look well. <laughs> well, he does. You, you. Uh, but if you're horny, his... don't you make your own energy? Yeah, you make it's your kind own of energy. Make your own yeah. sexual oh, energy. I think that's the title Michael of this wrestling. podcast. Wow. Make your own energy. Yeah, yeah. it's like I'm really, uh, you know, in a bad way. So, you know, there's I'm gonna make this happen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you think that's what, I mean? what he did? How did it? Well, happen? I don't Wait, know what is that it is. is? That's the you... No, I'm um, here. It, it continues. So he says, I don't know about you guys, but I get really weird around girls I've hooked up with. If it's really awful, I'd like to stay friends. Since we have a lot of mutual friends and live nearby, but I can't stand the thought of seeing her again, mm. knowing we hooked up and it was terrible. How should I approach this? Act like it didn't happen? Laugh it off? Also, how do I deal with the inevitable that our friends find out and make a big deal up about it? You do what Phil does. You put your two index finger right there and you put it to their nose and say, sniff it, dude. You're disgusting. The Hanley. I honestly never want to revisit a romantic relationship with her and I know the social... We get it, Kyle. Yeah, Jesus, you said it whiz, six times. Geez, someone's got emotional issues. Hey, call your mom, bro. Therapy time. He sounds ashamed. I honestly never want to revisit a romantic relationship with her, and I know the social navigation around this issue is going to be difficult and frustrating. Thanks. A bigger fan of Sam than the judges on Last Comic Standing. Uh, wow. we, didn't dude, that wasn't that. we didn't even get into that. Yeah, you uh, did get kicked Keenan off. Keenan Ivory Wayans. Let me tell you something, bro. Can we, let's do the email and then we'll go, we'll <laughs> let you, we'll, we'll. You got dissed Yeah, when we're off air, we'll let you to say that. Um, I think that people want to know about my last comic experience. Yeah, no, but we will, we'll talk about it. Let's, shouldn't we do the email first, Don? This guy wrote this email You're the only from a well. Here. Yes. <laughs> I think He's trapped in a well with his penis taped to his taint. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I hope Keenan's having much worse uh, relationship problems than this guy. Okay, I'm going to weigh in it. as a female and say there's nothing more annoying than... First of all, Kyle, thank you for writing in. Thanks, thank Kyle. You, Kyle. You sound Kyle. ashamed and uh, you sound very reactionary to what happened. So I think your level of disgust is a little outside the norm. I don't think you're being objective right now because you're so grossed out and so anti what happened. It's like, just give it a few days. I don't think it's as bad as you think. And I don't think you're as grossed out by her as you think. You are 50% of this whole sexual hookup. So mm. you must have been sort of into it. I say Bikram yoga. Sweat it out. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat out your shame. No, what's the big deal? Sometimes it, it, that what happened was a mistake whatever have a sense of humor about it I would say yeah. make a point of being in her company see if it's yes. a weird vibe if it's if it is after a couple of drinks 
pull her aside and just say, hey, that we're clearly better friends than uh, lovers. That happened. Have a sense of humor. What's the big that? I would that love occurs. that. I think this is what. And then said. just move on. Okay. I disagree. Okay. Do the opposite of what Sam says. Go. <laughs> okay, I on. disagree. I say, hey, babe, I fucked up. <sighs> I dropped the ball the first time. What do you say? We have a few drinks. I give you your puss the old fucking run again. What do you say? She's going to say yes. You fuck again. You knock it out of the park. You guys start dating. You become steady regulars. You start really going at it. You still get to keep all your friends. A few months down the line, you propose. She says no. Oh my you god! You kill her. Yeah. That's my advice. Jesus. Kill her. Yeah. Is, <laughs> it always ends in a murder with Sam. <laughs> always. Sammy. I'm trying to help. Never suicide, you guys unfortunately, but always murder. Let's, I'm gonna go with Sam's answer too. No. Thank you. Um, thank you, Anya. <laughs> no, but that, don't you think that's what he, sh- he? There's no. And if she doesn't say anything and he doesn't say anything, the friends aren't gonna find out. He's blowing I think the just whole don't thing. Be, just don't act weird. It's not what that is people it, fuck. What it's is not it's, that weird. Yeah, what is exactly. it? Seventh grade? What do you, your friends do find out? It's like, yeah, dude, I was lonely and whatever, and we were good friends, and it happened, and now it's, it's whatever. We're so good. Great. Yeah, I think own he's got it. To talk, Kyle, yeah. just own yeah. it. Mike is absolutely right. Phil is absolutely right. I think I'm right, too. And I think I really kind of brought the sensibility back to the podcast. Sam you know, yes, really brought us back to, back to the If you want to spend the rest of your life in a federal prison, you can go with Sam. They're country clubs. They don't listen to what Mike says. They're, they're getting softer and softer. I remember hooking up with a really good friend. We had been really good friends mm-hmm. for years. And, um, well, we'd been friends for a couple of years. We, we had hooked up. And um, I thought in my head, like, this is it. This is the beginning of a relationship. And um, we were we were sort of lying there in bed after, I think, the second time we hooked up. And I was like, so what are we going to do now? I mean, we're, we were like best friends. And he goes, I mean, we can't date. And I go, why? And he goes, I, I go, we're best friends and we had great sex. And he goes, because you're a to- I'm a robot and you are a total romantic. And I would never live up to your what you want and no it couldn't work we're like best friends and I was like huh alright and I thought at that moment it could go one of two ways horribly wrong and bad and I'm heartbroken forever or we just sort of laugh about it and we continue being friends and we did we just laughed about it and that was it and we moved on and we were, and all of our friends found out I mean not all but a lot uh-huh. it was a little awkward but we just sort of owned it that we we had this weird awkward thing and it was fun but it wasn't going to continue are you still friends yeah we're still really good friends that's just weird that someone who claims to be a robot has that thoughtful a reason why you can't be together it seems like very practical it was a very rare moment of non-roboticness he really is like a robot i've hooked up with like certainly growing up a lot of robots lots of friends (laughs) i've never had it been weird it's never been weird afterwards really i don't think so ever no that's good. You, I mean, if you really do have that conversation with women afterwards, I could see why. Normally, it would be you cool. don't have to. Like sometimes, you normally. Uh, there's been times where you don't have to. You just see each other, and it's like, you know. Now the person probably- who gets rejected is always the person like who has the is kind of <clears throat> like the axe to grind. I feel like yeah. no one wants to be rejected. No. So if it's like you do it on equal footing, and the other person is like, "Look, I think we should just be friends after this." It's like, what? I'm not good enough. What's wrong? Yeah. I'm but, sorry, my dick's not big enough. Yeah. Well, you know, what I mean, it's like always oh, like you gotta look at it, you know, and the, or the chick is like, "What's wrong? I didn't throw it at you hard enough. Yeah. Just do it again." Like, yeah. it's always like the person who gets the short. Like, we're going through this. I was talking about being broken up with, and I've been dumped a lot. So it's like breaking up versus being the 
a person broken up with, it's two different energies. Yeah. Like when you break up with somebody, it's like, I hope that person's okay. I want to make sure they're fine. I still care about them, but I don't want to be in this anymore. And it's like more of a concern. Uh But when you're the person dumped, you're, you have the harsher feelings, but you don't have any responsibility. You're like, I hope that person gets hit by a fucking bus. (laughs) (laughs) Fine with me. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're completely, but you have the pain to deal with. Yeah. Because it's like, what about me? Didn't that person you know like yeah, when yeah. I, was, I was on the road whenever I'm on the road and I hook up with a waitress I'm like look I value our friendship too much to move forward you know and they're like we just met two hours ago I'm like look I think you're great you're, you're my you're rock special. You're, I need you're my rock I need you. you're my rock I also enjoy friend. that jalapeno poppers that you guys <laughs> yeah. had tonight yeah. oh any of your pot stickers um. oh can I talk about the last comic yeah yes. sorry Sammy tell Real us quickly alright so I got knocked out of last comic standing they made me look good I had a good set uh, Keenan. here's what happened uh, you can find it on demand on uh, <clears throat> on if you have like I guess any of those cable companies. It's on NBC Last Comic episode one. I come in around the one hour ten minute mark. Shiny shirt. Shiny. It wasn't my shirt. It was very <laughs> night at the Roxbury though. Tight. Whose shirt? What? They gave me a shirt. Why didn't you wear one of mine? <laughs> they gave you a shirt. Because yeah. you hadn't given me those. I was shirts wondering. Yet, so. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, but I'm wearing. I'm gonna wear one of those. Okay. I'm coming thing. I uh, like what I'm, you're wearing now. Would they I not let you wear yeah, that? Yeah, you look good. On TV once. This is one of my TV shirts. You look good. I don't have a couple t-shirts. You should be in a Woody Allen movie right now. You should just buy six. I feel like I'm being badgered right now. Cotton. Stop it. Buy a bunch of those, man. All right. I'm trying to tell the story. I like your facial hair right now. Fucking Christ! You're always breathing down my fucking. Neck. I'm figuring oh. it out now. We, if we're nice to Sam, he gets uncomfortable. Yeah, he's very I, I uncomfortable. As well. He's very. I un- need abuse. And <laughs> yeah. that me in. It only he's, took me 20 episodes. I understand to why you do comedy out. now. And yet, I, look, I, so, keep yeah, talking, handsome. So, you look yeah. good. You sound Thanks, good. Yeah. We're listening. Thanks, babe. I love so you. then, um, <laughs> Sammy, I love you. I had a good set. Norm was like. Uh, yeah, first thing Norm said was, I loved your hoarder joke, and I'll see you in round two. That's basically what he said. Uh. He said, I can't wait to see you in round two. Roseanne yeah. was very complimentary also. Uh, and then uh, Keenan was like, I disagree. Me, me, me. That's how his tone sounded. Uh, and I then know, he said, that was so strange that he didn't like he you. He didn't like me, and he said, I like some of your jokes, I didn't like others. And I said, well, I liked all your scary movie films. And I got a big laugh from the crowd. <laughs> That's sarcastic. right. Mm-hmm. And then he said, he said, I only did the first two. And they edited it in a big laugh. It didn't get a laugh when, really? when they actually did it. It didn't get a laugh. I won in real life. Yeah. It, it played off as more a draw. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then I got a lot of angry tweets being like, why didn't he move on? So I'm like, I came, I could have, it's better than it could have been. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then they keep tagging this one other girl and they're like, she moved on and he didn't. And I'm like, oh, you don't have to make it about her. And yeah. every tweet is like, this fucking bitch. And then they like tag her. Yeah. And I'm just like, why look. Why do you people go. do and that? I, so I favored all the ones that don't include her. And then she's oh. clearly getting so many about just me and her <laughs> right. that she's now just searching her name. Because one, she wasn't even tagged in. And, and now she's writing like angry responses and tagging me. Like one of them, they're like, how did she move on? And Sam then she's going, I blew all the judges and I'm just like yeah you shouldn't play this yeah, game just, with trolls yeah, the, yeah, Christian yeah. Girl? Yeah. the Christian girl uh, no she was funny yeah uh, she was she funny was who's the one there I again? don't remember her name she's what? from Portland oh, okay uh, wow what, that's a diss too right there it's worse than the <laughs> just the way you not said it her name. I don't remember bro I didn't pay attention I was too busy living life <laughs> I thought you did great and you were robbed thanks yeah. for watching Anya I wasn't watching Anya tweeted me uh, or texted me what was going on she didn't tweet me we're closer than that we did <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did great too you didn't watch I didn't but I heard other people that watched Anya for you example you think you're so special in your fucking Rolex now you think you're better than us I hate him <laughs> right. he got a Rolex redone all of a sudden he acts like he doesn't know us 
Okay, let's move on quickly. Okay, um, um, what else do, do I need? Plugs, to... Let's do my plugs again. Oh, okay, shall we? I hate that this is over already, Mike. It can't wait. be over. It doesn't have to be over yet, Jesus. The, the listeners do one another five with Mike. Do you have to go somewhere? 45 minutes. Another five with Mike. There's a new segment. Re- yeah. Do you have any relationship advice for me? Like when I said, who's that on your wallpaper on your phone? That's my grandmother. She looks beautiful. Yeah, she's passed on. Mine too. I she's my touchstone. Yeah. Oh my god, that's my grandmother. I'm just kidding. Oh my god, we're brother and sister. <laughs> oh my god, you guys shouldn't have boned. Rom com. I was the friend that she was talking about. <laughs> no, Mike, I f- I have this one guy friend that you remind me of a lot, and uh, he gives me great advice, and it's like the it's always a hundred percent solid, noble advice. Nice. Are you that kind of guy to your girlfriends? No, yeah, yeah. I try to be. Where you're like, don't date that asshole. You're better than that, or whatever. Oh, to, oh, to my friends who yeah. are girls. Now nah, every relationship is different, so I don't really, I don't know. Like, I mean, if they tell me a problem, I'll try to help. But uh, every relationship is there's two sides to to all of it. You know How did I mean? you know? And a lot of feelings involved too. It's like a, it's right. very, it's it's tough on both ends. How did you yeah. know when you were doing um, your counseling work? That it was time to do comedy full time. First of all, it was very hard to. Do, it was very hard because the kids were. Um, a lot of kids had problems, and and it was like, if you're dealing with them in certain systems, they there's a lot of backlash. So and it's very low paying. Right. Before I was a teacher, which was still low paying, <laughs> but when I was doing the counseling work, it was like nine dollars an hour. Oh my so god. So it was very very hard. That's it was hard to deal with and it was shift work and it was just like I just went to college and got out of college and my parents were like who are older were like you go to college you'll get you'll be made you'll be a made per- you'll be have money you'll have a you know they're talking like that to me and they I got to college I'm, make- <laughs> <laughs> I'm making uh, nine dollars well, an hour when I get out of college so it was a tough but it was like I eventually went back at night and got my master's in education and and uh taught for five years but it was my job i left my job uh, because i was close to getting fired because i believed in doing things a certain way and they were like no you're wrong they, uh-huh. they were like an upper middle class school district which was it was not good because they thought the parents should be coddled and the kids should be caught and i just didn't agree with it and they were like well you're doing this is you're wrong and i'm like no i'm not you're wrong and they're like well no we're not and uh either you are going to do things this way or you're gone and i was like or you'll be reprimanded and i was like okay and that was the end of the year and i was like i'm not coming back to this job. were you doing stand-up on the side during the that side. time yeah so that was a leap of faith yeah well i wasn't going to stay there anyway so i was like you know i'm going to pack my stuff up and come up here and see where it goes from like philly or where were you yeah philadelphia okay yeah so that was the impetus to move Okay, you didn't answer my question about what yes. is your typical day like. On my typical day, I want to hear about the discipline. Yeah, and it depends. It depends, but like I'll get up and um, <clears throat> I was doing a thing. Now I think I'm doing it differently. Get up um, depends on the day, but I'll try to work out. Um, maybe meditate first. Seven a.m. Twenty minutes. No, there's no, no early. I can't get up early. Work too late. <laughs> oh, that's right. But I'm not. I'm lazy, like all of us are too. So I sleep late, wake up. But you're out late. Out late, sleep so late. So you wake up till uh, what, like 10, I around 11? around 10 or 11 okay. if I can, but I have sleeping problems too. So I wake up. And Sam at, texts you really late too? Sam I text does you too. late? Naked pictures. I'm like, you up? <laughs> Naked pictures. What up, babe? Naked pictures. Okay. <laughs> wake so, up, meditate, mm-hmm. and then um, try to work out, come back, um, get a shower, and eat something. And then um, depending on what I have, like um, if it's like you're doing like red eye or something like that, it's like <clears> you say any topics at 3.30 and you write until the car comes. 
to pick you up. Oh. Or something like that. You'll or write all day. Well, I'm, no, I'll write from 3.30 to the car comes at 7. Okay. So I'll just try to look at, I'll, I don't know if you do that, look at yeah. the topics and Same. whatever. Or if there's something oh, yeah. that you're working on, like uh, if I'm just writing material, like I'll try to sit down with a cup of coffee because coffee helps me think and uh, just like work through the stuff I have in my notebook, premises or jokes, stuff that I can... Inventory, kind of go through some old ideas. Go through uh, old ideas and then uh, see if I could like just barrage it with... You know, I mean, do some warm-up exercises, too. I like to play Simon Says and try to do different games to get my mind. Thinking right brain, left brain game that I have on my phone. What's, and what's then, Simon Says? Wow, that's good. Simon Says is a, it's just a game where, you know, Simon Says it, it gets three colors and then you have to repeat it. Oh, okay. It's like memory patterns and oh, stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. You try to do that and then try to maybe write some jokes on Twitter or some jokes. On, I have a note section on my phone where I'll try to write some jokes and then... Uh, and then really look at my set and then try to comb through it. And like yoga chunks, some of the chunks that I have, try to like barrage it with jokes, like angles, look at all the angles and then try to write, try to come up with some hard and fast. But you can't do that every day. That's what I've learned. It's like, you can't come up with hard and fast jokes every day. Some some days need to be like incubated, incubator yeah. days where it's like, just like read articles about learn, like mm-hmm. read more, learn about stuff and look at it. And then, and the days you need to come up with hard, jokes it's like then take it put the topic in a circle and all these ancillary things that are related to and then see if you can come up with hard jokes yeah. but every day can't be a hard joke day i don't think no what do you mean like ambitious premises? no it's like putting together the actual structure of the joke like some right, days just right. need to be read about it learn about it yeah. look at the str- look at the, you know all of the parts see if it relates to, and read a bunch of different stuff um and see what relates to what and then when it's time to write hard jokes, it's like then you could then kind of put it together. I remember being a young comic at the comic strip and leaving once and seeing Mike in the Starbucks with He's, a newspaper and a pen. Just, yeah. I just walked by. I was like, "Whoa, okay, that's what you got to do." I think like you told me that. I always think stuff. of that. I always think of that. I think, Becky, you're someone that I think about when I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to write today." And you're like, "No, you know." the guy you know who is writing yeah. and you know what you're going to see them and that's going to be the result of the fact that they are writing today yeah. i want to guess now what phil's regular day is like he wakes up he has a latte he solves a mystery should we do the plugs again and <laughs> he, <laughs> solves a mystery doesn't he seem like a like a detective he's got all these annoying little quirks like the earbuds the ocds always washing his hands it's called hygiene sam it's hygiene oh, I, i'm sorry tony shalhoub do you like any podcasts I don't, I'm very bad technology wise. Okay. So I don't listen to so much. The stuff I listen to is on the, uh, I'm really bad, very bad technology wise. So I don't really listen to stuff. I try to like read more stuff. And uh, cause that, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but reading like helps my mind yeah. function yeah. better, yeah. like on stage. What even. are you reading? Book-wise. I read, I mostly read books about like uh, meditation and a lot of spiritual um, stuff and uh, some diet stuff. Um, that's mostly what it is. Yeah. What kind of meditate? How long are you meditating a day? Twenty minutes. Wow, every day. I try to do it every day, but I, I do miss days. Do you yeah. sit cross-legged or lie down or what? No, I am my back straight and feet on the ground. Back straight. Feet back straight. Feet on, oh, feet on the okay, ground. I could do that. I just try to be in the moment, and then I listen to the stuff <laughs> at night. Like, like I said, I have trouble sleeping, but uh, I listen to a guy at night who like. Is is spiritual like talks about this mm-hmm. stuff? I find it to be very interesting. My spiritual uh, views have changed a lot over the over the past like year. Wow. Yeah, like a lot. Really? I was raised Catholic and not beaten with it, so yeah. I kind of believed that. But now I don't. I believe in the deeper aspects of it, but I don't believe in the. 
surface aspects of it. Do you really d a diagram a joke like that, like you said, in a circle? Yeah, it's, it, I, sh I can show you my notebook, but it's a circle and then there's different, um, you know, different- uh, Offshoots? Offshoots of it, yeah, like ancillary things that may or may not relate to. It. And it's just helpful to have, because it's like, okay, I'm confident if I have all the elements, I can turn it into a joke. All right. So that's, it, that's what I like about them. your standup is that when I think it's, right when I think it's over, like a particular chunk or a line mm. of thinking, you'll come back with like seven other things right. about that thing. Yeah, his standup is like very not lazy. Like yeah. there's like there's like a there's like a old school kind of blue collar workmanship to Vecchione's. <clears throat> it's built, you know. It's not yeah. like sometimes you go to these alt rooms where they're just kind of like, what else are they going to talk yeah. about? Yeah, uh, and, and Mike is like, oh, and then, geez, and then they're monotonous? like, and then they're doing their A material. They're like, what else? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, so uh, yeah. I don't know. Probably that one of the three bits you have, but definitely. <laughs> But Mike, it's like it's like boom, boom, yeah, boom. yes, that's what I'm talking about. It's brand new, but there's so much to it, and it's it's like it seems rehearsed. It's to get, there's like a professionalism yeah, to Mike's right. stand-up. That's why I don't like, do good in the alt rooms a lot of times, is because it's but I've seen very, you do well in them. It's very boom, 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 you know. But I, I feel like I have to have it tight before I take it up. Otherwise, yeah. if I don't, then people are gonna be like, well, well, "What is that? That's a half joke or something." I like, who's doing shit that you really like to listen to and watch? What comics or your peers or? Well, for I think these guys are both great. I'm not just saying I yeah. came on the podcast, but oh, individually, really individually, I've great. told them. <clears throat> individually, I've told them, and um, I've saw both of them, and I'm like, it registered in my head. When I saw Phil, I'm like, okay, this is what happens after your half hour. He's a much looser on stage. He's much more. He's weaving the jokes in his in his act more and he was murdering at the cellar. He's looser mm -hmm. off stage yeah. too now. I mean, a couple of drinks he just kind of puts out. And then Sam too. It. Sam had like the tight, tight, tight all the way, boom. He was just murdering a crowd like all the way through and it was a big crowd and they were tough to get because I was up before. You yeah. know what I mean? And he, they were tough to get. So he was just, I'm like, oh, this guy, he's, this guy's coming. You know, he's like at, at that yeah. level now where he's just like smashing. So, um, but like obviously a tell is yeah, um, he's so you know yeah. for my money he's the best guy yeah, yeah he really is he really is he's the best so guy he's so fucking funny and so like, and I feel like he's on another planet than everybody else which, by the way watch Road Work it's on Netflix it's, it's one of the best specials so, so great yeah. you know what else and I it's, saw and it's, a, it's a special that suits him I think like he's, yeah. the other ones the jokes are perfect like Captain Miserable was a great special but he's in a theater like you want to see a tell do a club set club, That's he's the best yeah. club comic yeah. ever probably watch Road Work on right. Netflix and from you, top to bottom it's, it's, it's unbelievable and like you said it's a good representation of him It's you're just double as comics you know how hard that is to do if you're your comics doubled over laughing yeah oh it's it, but there's just no one like uh, working at the cellar or hanging out at the cellar you're spoiled with who you get to see it's yeah. great it's, it's nuts yeah. it's nuts atel is the only atel's always exciting like you're never like i've never left the room halfway through an atel so like oh shit well i should boogie no. go home. yeah you're there for and you're bombed when he's like okay you know what i mean when he closes always new it's yeah but i don't think there's any there's another comic on the planet no. that you can Always rush yeah, down he's to on see. Another, he's on another plane creatively. <laughs> My dad and I watched his special together, and we, <laughs> we paused it halfway through. And then later that night, and it was uncomfortable watching it. It was the first time it aired on Comedy Central or whatever before right. it came out as Roadwork, I guess, or on Netflix. 
And uh, later my dad's like, let's go back and watch that special of the dirty guy. I'm like, which one? He goes, fisting guy. (laughs) 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 There are like seven fisting jokes. That's so great. There's something like, there's like a sweetness to him that it's like, it's it's like weird to hear him be referred to as the dirty guy because he's such a a classy guy. He really is. You know, like he did something the other night that that was like the sweetest thing. (laughs) It was a weirdly sweet thing. He had a Yankees lighter and he knows I don't even smoke, but I was just talking to Steve Fabricant, the, one of the cellar managers, and uh, I was like, he overheard me saying I like the Yankees, because Steve and I were just talking about the Yankees. And as he's leaving, he goes, oh, for you. And he handed me the, the Yankees letter. I was like, that's just like, he's just this thoughtful, sweet yeah, guy. Yeah, he's that's a true. great guy. That's true. Also, I think Bill Burr is, uh, is great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bill Burr yeah. I thought Patrice was unbelievable. Oh, I got my to God. Meet, meet and know him before he passed. Wow. You know, and do some, did you uh, know some road stuff for him. I did some, I did some road stuff with him and Jay. You know that Jay brought me into, but yeah, I got to talk to him about the business a little How bit. How was and, it to uh, you? Yeah, he he's he had a very when I listened to him when I listened to him talk back. That guy was like a a, a comics comic in the sense that he was not in, in in industry like was trying to court him. He was not an industry guy in any sense. You know what I mean? Like you know maybe to his detriment. You know I think what I mean? definitely to his detriment, but right? but it, it depends how you look at it. But he was who he was, yeah. and and that's just who, like he was great, man. He yeah, was really, really. Great. I finally just watched Elephant in the Room the He's whole way through, and it's just... unbelievable. I'm like, I remember when he was alive. I was like, this guy has something that no one else has, and if they ever get their shit together and find a format to put him in, yeah. he is going to explode. He is going to be the biggest thing because it's so real that once they put it in the right format and package it. It's gonna blow people's minds. Even if I didn't agree with him, which I often didn't. I mean, like, like he when he was talking about women, I'd be like, "Well, you date a very different type of woman than I right, date," you right. know. But you'd see the truth, like as it was to him. You know, right. it, it made sense right. coming from him, yeah. Right. And it felt so honest mm-hmm. that I still enjoyed it. I still. Like if it was you listen hilarious. to all those O and A, sometimes like, yeah. they depressed about the business. You listen to him talk about the business on O and A. Go back and and look it up. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel not alone. It right. really does because it's like ah oh, this guy he and he he takes you through what they do to you they take they give you a bunch and you really feel yourself ego wise it's to do with spirituality mm-hmm. too kind of I mean he doesn't say it but it's like ego wise you really feel yourself and then they take it they love to take it from you and 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 hold it over your head to be like we're all this great stuff all the stuff that you love we're gonna take from you we're gonna take it from you you play ball and and he refused he was like go ahead. He's a gang. He's mm-hmm. a gangster that way, man. He's like, go ahead and take it. I'm still me. Did you, you ever I mean? see the documentary Bill Cunningham about the old man on the bicycle that rides yeah, around New York and takes pictures for New York Times well, fashion? Yeah, yeah. His famous quote is, "If you don't take the money, they can't tell you what to do." Exactly, mind yeah. reader. That's exactly it. He has not been paid by the New York Times for years. He's worked there forever. I think he's 80 years old. Still older, rides a bike older. around. Older. He lives wow. in the house. Yeah. Never been paid. I don't want to take their money because then they'll control my work. I mean, wow. he's like one of the most famous photographers of all time, but he gets to do what he wants. Yeah. He gets to take pictures of what he wants and, you know, put it together how he wants. But at some point, though, if you play ball, then maybe you get to make your own rules on a bigger stage, you know? Maybe not, but maybe. No, that's true. Maybe that's true. I'm not, I don't know, but like, I don't know he either. says some very real things about the business and about, um, about y- your ego and what you, what things can hurt you and what can't hurt you and he says some very real things about it and it's just you know it's sometimes when you know we're all in this business and it's like when you're down and you're like 
you feel like you're down, like you listen to him, you're like, okay, because you, sometimes business you're like, am I even doing this right? I don't mm -hmm. think I'm doing this right. I'm, I'm, I don't have anything to show for this. Like, I'm maybe I'm doing this wrong. And then you listen to him, it's like, okay, no. Other, the, this guy's unbelievable. He's great, and he's he went through it, and this is what he's gone through. So it's like listening to that. That's the one thing about podcasts and, and stuff like that. The internet, it helps you be like, okay, I'm not alone here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Stay focused. Keep your nose to the grindstone. Remember, it's like it's simple stuff. It's not. It doesn't have to be so complicated. Like you're you're you know. That's why I wanted to hear about your day and like your spiritual practice and stuff like that. I think those are the things. You know, like everybody sitting at this table. You're hard workers. You don't have a a shit ton of things that you do you just do the same right. six things over and over and that's why you do it well and it really shows in your work so no i appreciate it but i get i get um i get thrown a lot of times like i'm like uh, I, you know i'm gonna go see my parents you know they're getting older so it's their anniversary on august 10th so i'm gonna go down there and see them and every time they're like are you happy with your life and i'm like i'm happy with what i'm doing but i have to work very hard at everything to make any kind of money you know what i mean like yeah. it's very hard i'm blessed in a lot of ways but i get down sometimes because i'm like is any of this is this going to result in anything like you know what i mean so you know i just have that faith too you know what i mean and, and listen to the you know the patrices and the other and the and the other you know great artists out there well what would you like to see happen a show yeah like a show a i'd like to create something yeah. actually yeah but um yeah, I'd like to create a show or, you know, I think that's the way it's going to go for me, creating or writing something. I would love you know to see I mean? that. I would oh, let, geez, I'd uh, love to see you as the star of a show. I would watch that weekly for sure. And, you know, definitely <laughs> can't wait for the next album. The last one, Muscle Confusion is, is what it's called on, yeah, uh, on, it's iTunes. on iTunes. You can buy it. It's killer. It's just killer jokes all the way through. Uh, definitely download it. Or just a meditation CD. Can you just do that? <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Vecchio. Yes, I would yeah, buy. This is Mike. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Really. <laughs> <laughs> just do chance. a motivational CD. A motivational CD. Um, dude, it's been such a pleasure having you. Yeah, thank thanks you for Mike. having me on, guys. How long have your parents been together? Um, married in um, 1963. Holy hell! Yeah. Forty. Wait, how many? Fifty. Fifty. Fifty-two years. Fifty-two. Wow, that's exciting. No pressure to have kids from them? Uh, they gave up on me, I think. I'm <laughs> in my 40s, so they're like, I think they it's a wash. for. They just chalked it up to, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, I, I you know, I don't know. I still, I still have hopes of wanting to, you know, and I'm dating a great girl now, so I just, I don't know where it's going to go. That's the other thing. It's like the, the level of uncertainty. Like, yeah. you don't know where your next money's coming from. You don't know what you're doing, you know, you know career-wise so it's like hard to build a life off of that like i'm it's cute when you don't have money when you're 22 when you're 42 and yeah. you don't have money you gotta get a job you know yeah what I mean? it's like you gotta figure it out you know people you have to have an, you have to have some kind of an income to build a life you can't just build a life off nothing right well you're inspiring and your work is incredible yeah and, uh, and, and one like, of the best like yeah you're you're a dude that we all look at and we're like fuck he's He's a killer, you know? Thank you, guys. Do you ever think about, like, what gets in your way? This will be my last question. Because I, I remember my manager a few years back uh, left, and and I remember asking him, like, well, for my future, can you give me some pointers as to why this happened? And he was like, ah, it's just a lot of things. It's a lot of stuff. I'm, it's no, no, it's just a lot of things. And I was like, well, help me out. Like, if there's something I can do to improve, 
what is it? And he was like, no, it's not, it's not that. It's a lot of things. I dropped a lot of people this week. And I was like, all right. And it ate at me and it ate at right. me and it ate at me. And then like a year later of managing myself and my own career, I wrote him an email and I was like, hey, I, f- I figured out <laughs> what the thing was that I, I get in my own way by saying no to a lot of stuff, overthinking, obsessing, right. obsessing, obsessing about one thing it has to be perfect. And uh, I think I like squandered a lot of opportunities. And uh, is that true? And he was like, eh, maybe, maybe a little bit true. So it took me like a year to figure that out. Have you ever had a moment like that where you're like, I like figured out if you get in your own way? Well, the thing is like, um, the qu- big question I have is like, am I doing something wrong? Like, am I doing something wrong? Cause I'm, I'm a smart enough guy where it's like, I don't have that, I don't have that much ego where I'm like, oh, what I'm doing is right. Like maybe the, the possibility could be that I'm doing something wrong. So it's like, I, I constantly look at that, like not constantly, but I'll look at it and be like, am I doing something wrong? And it might be something as like, am I not networking enough? Am I not around the right people? I'm like, I, I am around the right people. Yeah. So it's like, you know, am I doing all the right things? Maybe this isn't the right course of action. Maybe I need to take another course of action. But it's like, no, I'm killing on stage. I'm doing well on stage. I'm accumulating material. It's just like, I would like the the industry part to come into line with it. So what do I have to do then? It's yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Am I, because I'm a guy who like, you put something in front of me, it's like, I, I got to give it 100% of yeah. what I can. You know what I mean? So it's like, get funny and stand up. It's like, okay, I'm doing that. It's like, well, what's next? It's like, well, now you need to write something. Now you need to do this. And now it's need to do, it's like, kind of like focusing on what's important the important things right and then you know? delegating the other stuff maybe you're not yeah the other guy or saying no to saying no to stuff that's that's not going to benefit you at all well you i'm really I mean? glad you didn't say no today that's a comment thank you uh, all right the plugs or the real plugs um, follow comic mike v on twitter at Comic Mike V. Is it the same on Instagram, Mike? Yes. Okay, cool. I get his CD immediately. Muscle Confusion. Where is that? The iTunes store? It's iTunes. Also watches uh, Last Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So really funny. Fantastic. So good. Mike Vecchione. Okay. Phil Hanley will be at Acme in Minneapolis August 25th through 29th. Sam's going to be at Carolina no, July Comedy. 25th to 29th. Phil? No. August. We're in August, August now. Oh, also, uh, I don't know why I said that. Yeah. Okay, sorry. August 26th through 29th at Carolina Comedy Club in Myrtle Beach. September 24th through 26th at Albany Comedy Works. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Anything else? Phil Hanley and Friends uh, next Thursday at uh, Caroline's, August 13th at 9.30. Awesome. And then if you are in New York City on Tuesday, August 11th, Bonnie McFarlane and I are doing our first uh, of what will be a bi-monthly night of comedy and music at Sid Gold's Request Room, a beautiful new venue that's got a great grand piano in there. We're going to be doing a whole night of comedy with uh, Bonnie and Rich Voss and Ryan Hamilton and special guests, and then I'll be playing some music. So I hope to see you guys out there, and you can pre-order my album, Paper Plane, at AnyaMarina.com. We love you guys, and we know nothing. Bye! 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 Bye. 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 Bye.